I get requests a lot from people who are interested in developing their intuition or like learning more about it, mostly because they're frightened by this sudden awareness that they have that perhaps they didn't realize um, was with them all along. Uh, and they're wondering like how to control or manage it. And I want to say this, like there is no way to just shut it down without shutting yourself down. Trust me, I tried for years. I tried to numb myself out before I even understood uh, what my psychic sensitivities meant. And if you know, you're hearing about people seeing things uh, visually. That can be kind of overwhelming or scary. And with that, you know, a lot of people ask, like, well, how do I know? It's like not my, you know, is it my intuition or is it my imagination? And I want to say, you know, there are a couple of ways to discern if it's intuition or anxiety. Um, one of the things that really tells me that it's intuition is the very matter-of-fact kind of feeling, um, that subtle nudge of go here, go that, or maybe go that way, or it's so subtle. Whereas I have found when it's anxiety or fear or it's felt like judgment or anger, it's been more out of like a reactive sense. Or quite frankly, it's been like a, um, a negative energy in the room versus my guides. Because I always tell people like, even in the scariest of situations, my guides have always um, delivered even hard truths with a matter of factness that it never overtook me as frightened being frightened uh, for example um, you know a long time ago <laughs> I would say back in 2001 I worked for a designer and the designer I worked for had an office and like manufacturing um, Weavers in Providence, Rhode Island. That's where one of her offices were. And then her PR company, like firm, was in New York City. And I was her office manager. And at this time, I was in my 20s. It was, um, for those of you who don't know, like I, in my 20s, um, I made a living, you know, not a great living, but I really pursued my artwork and I lived in a nonprofit arts organization in downtown Providence, Rhode Island called the AS220. And then I would moonlight, like, you know, well, not moonlight, I guess daylight, <laughs> as an office manager for a uh, avant-garde designer. Anyway, that year, they were having their spring runway uh, collection shown um, at Fashion Week, Bryant Park, the tents. And I was there to work to basically cattle models um, to the runway. And um, yeah, so it was like pretty hectic, pretty intense. Um, 
I remember there being so much bitchiness backstage. Um, I remember showing up and some queens were like, oh, punks in again? <laughs> it was really, they were really mean. Anyway, um, I worked and I worked the show and then I woke up in the middle of the uh, night, I would say, or very early, early hours of the morning. It may have been like 3 or 4 a.m., and very calmly, just was like, you should get on the bus and go home. And I was like, well, I'm wide awake. I should just get a head start. And I got my things. And I just remember it being like I was on autopilot. It wasn't stressful. I wasn't um, confused. I just grabbed my things and I jumped on the train and then I got a bus. And that morning, um, uh, you know, as I got on my bus, I think we were at the point we were at was in Connecticut when we got the news that um, the towers had been hit. And when I got back, uh, you know, I didn't have a cell phone at this time. I still had a landline. I think I got a cell phone kind of right after that was when that happened. But yeah, because it was September 11th. 2001 and I remember getting off of the bus and there was like the National Guard um, in Providence and when I walked back into the uh, artist the building that I like lived at with like 10 other people I remember people being in the office like oh my god you're okay because you know we couldn't reach each other and nobody could get in touch with anybody in New York And I bring that up because my intuition really moved me to go, you know. And I've had other experiences too. Um, One was in New Mexico. And I remember um, losing my mind in 2012. And I, I like fled L.A. and moved to New Mexico for three months but um, there was a point where I was having a really hard time and I had a dream that I went to the Albuquerque airport and I walked up to the counter and there was this beautiful um, woman and she had a accent and I was like trying I was like should I get a ticket and she said yeah but come before 10 a.m. and I said okay And I woke up and then on a whim, I went, I drove from New Mexico down to Albuquerque to the airport. I was just like, okay, I walked up to the counter and I saw this woman who very much resembled the woman, not, it was almost like in the dream, I saw her spirit and she had an accent and she was like, yeah you know but hey why don't you look online like go over here and look online and you'll get a better rate and I was like okay so I went off to the side and I actually found a really cheap ticket I went back to the counter to thank her and she wasn't there anymore and the person at the counter this time was like oh that person's not here like they left their shift ended at 10 So I just want to say, like, you know, our intuition can really, like, show up for us 
in this very big but nonchalant kind of way. So something to talk about with intuition and understanding it and understanding your psychic abilities. A lot of people, you know, want to understand what their psychic abilities are and they battle with a lot of doubt about if what they're getting is legit. So I want to talk about the Claire, the Claire's the the clairs are your senses your psychic senses and ways of psychically tuning in and i want to explain about the different ones and what they are and then maybe do a little test about these things um or like so you can kind of see what your dominant one is and that's the other thing like you may have all of your clairs like are activated but you only or you use like a couple or you lean some are stronger than others like um for me like my clairs are pretty strong <laughs> um in all the realms at this point but like for a long time I was like scared of uh hearing and scared of seeing things so it was mostly like um a sense of knowing or feeling that I would get but um, I, I've always been clairvoyant, which is your clairvoyance means clear seeing. So it's like when you get flashes in your mind, um, I often say to people, like, can you visualize your bathroom? And um, oh, here goes my phone. I forgot that was on. Um, you know, it's just like getting a, fla- a flash of an image. It's it's very rarely that you see something like three-dimensionally, like like an avatar of something projected at you. Sometimes you can, you know, I'm not saying you don't because I've definitely like seen apparitions and things like that. But even like when I'm doing readings for people, a lot of times I start to see in my mind's eye like images or pictures. And again, it might not make sense or you might try to like, second guess yourself um an example of that was once i i i worked at um a metaphysical bookstore for like 10 years so i would see a lot of people like that just come off the street like wanting a kind of walk-in session um knowing nothing about them and i remember i had this woman come in and she wanted a love reading she was really insistent that she wanted a love reading and to know about this person and the whole time I kept like seeing hands holding a loaf of bread and it was really funny because I was just like oh my gosh this poor woman is trying to get advice and you are just thinking about food are you hungry like because I just kept seeing these hands like holding out like this freshly baked loaf of bread it made no sense if you know me too like I don't cook (laughs) but I was like salivating over this freshly cooked bread and so finally I couldn't bear it anymore because it was so like invasive this thought it kept popping in and I said I'm so sorry but this is going to seem really strange but I keep seeing hands holding a loaf of bread and she started crying and I was like oh no what have I done and um she said no i'm so sorry like i um uh lost my aunt or my favorite aunt 
recently. Like, like it had been like a few days. And she goes, and one of the last things we did together was like we made bread together. And I was like, oh, that's why like the love stuff's not making sense. You're, you've got to start grieving. And she had been in like full kind of shutdown mode, almost like in shock. And, you know, and that was really intense. And it, it was definitely a lesson in like trusting so sometimes I get images and they mean nothing to me or they don't make any sense. And saying them out loud kind of helps. Usually the other person can confirm. So clairvoyance, clear seeing. If you are a person that's very visual and things pop in your mind, you know, like that kind of thing, you could be clairvoyant. Uh, clairaudience. Or clairaudient or clairaudience means um, hearing, clear hearing. So a lot of times people think this is like a scary one because they worry about like, oh no, am I going to start hearing voices? You know, like, you know, hearing people talk to me. Um, you know, often the words or sounds or things like, like, that come into our mind usually will be in our own voice. And um, <clears throat> sometimes too, my clairvoyance will kick in and I will like see words like as I hear them. Uh, another way of clairaudient abilities like tapping in is um, like hearing conversations or music like, um, in response to something that you're inquiring about, you know? So again, you know, a lot of times like with Claire audience, it's like, I'm hearing my own voice. Um, you know, just that, that kind of hearing, or again, like tuning into songs or I'm like thinking of something and then, a, you know, a couple of people walk by and they kind of directly answer my question. Um, without knowing that they were answering my question. Claire audience is a little um, challenging for some people because they're like, but it's my voice, you know? And um, so again, a big part of this is learning how to trust yourself and the subtleness of this. Claire sentience means feeling. It's like being able to psychically feel. This is a lot of people who are empathic have this. Um, Clairsentience is one of my strongest gifts for years in that way, but my problem was not differentiating what was mine and others. So a lot of times I would like absorb, feel someone's heartbreak, and then I would just process that pain out like it was my own, which is like a clear, no boundaries, leaky aura feel, like auric field thing to have. But it's also just like a feeling, like a sometimes I would get like a nauseating feeling when I was around some someone or something that was like bad news bear, you know, um, or like if they had an attachment or an entity kind of hooked into them, I would start to feel really drained and, um, but also like I could feel not just the bad stuff, you know, like. I remember noticing once, like, it always, it never fails. Like, I could always tell who was, like, hooking up. 
by not because they were saying anything or even showing affection, but I could feel the adoration or like the the you know warm fuzzies that they would be feeling um, for each other. So that was a really interesting one. Clear cognizance is another well-known one, and that is the ability of just knowing. You know, I, I feel like a lot of kids, you might notice they have that. Um, and you'll ask them, like, how do you, how do you, do, did you hear that? Or did you know? They're like, I, I just know. I've definitely seen that with some children, um, especially before the adults kind of shut them down. And, you know, it's the same thing of like, just having a sense or a knowing, you know, what's really interesting to me was even though I've been doing this as my only job for like 12 years now, full time, um, people still in my life, especially like <clears throat> people who knew me before I kind of went into this work full time, they still kind of doubt my senses sometimes. <laughs> like I remember right before the panorama um it was like january february i was so like just felt like a cloud was over me but like i could feel it in the distance and i was like feeling really forlorn forlorn but like i didn't know if it was just like this kind of hangover feeling or postpartum after releasing my book because i don't did a, a book release and i tore it a little bit and I, and I'd have friends that were just like, oh, you're just sad because of this. Nothing's happening. And I was just like, I don't know why I feel this way. It makes no sense. Nothing is wrong. But I just feel like something is coming. And I, I just know it. And then lo and behold, in March, <laughs> everything shut down. And it's funny because I had a couple of people that were like, that's what you were feeling would have been cool if people believed me but you know that's the other thing is like people are like oh psychics shouldn't you have known it's like well we did know but it doesn't like you know it's not specific <laughs> uh, i wish it was it's like my um i have electronic stuff too i know a couple people who have this and i always joke that like i wish my electricity abilities like gave me like a superpower where i could like jumpstart people's hearts or like you know do things that were worth like um some kind of noble effort <laughs> there are a couple other um clairs that are not very well talked about and i just want to mention them because i do notice them especially you know um because they're so subtle um clear alliance means clear smelling and sometimes this could be like you smell something out of nowhere and it makes no sense. I definitely feel like there, for me, when there is like paranormal or supernatural kind of vibes, I smell things for sure. Um, burnt toast, perfume, flowers, smoke, cigars or cigarettes usually when those smells come up um for me in my experience they've been people who have been deceased or passed sometimes i would smell randomly like um i would smell beer <laughs> like specific 
core is so gross, but my adopted dad used to drink that like cores and cigarettes. <laughs> and I, I'd be like, Oh, Hey, Frank and daddy's here, you know? Um, or just like a floral scent. So yeah, that's, that's another way of, of your Claire's. And the final one that I'll mention is clear gustance, um, which is a tasting. And it's like, sometimes out of the blue, you like taste like a food or a drink or something that, um, out of thin air. And that's the thing. Like, I'm like, I love food. I love beverages. Like, am I just like craving something? (laughs) And I have to tune in and check and be like, am I actually craving this thing or is this something else? I'll get it too. Sometimes like when I'm talking to people, um, about like, and connecting with their ancestors, like I will taste the food that the ancestors like want them to like make or partake in or leave as an offering or eat themselves. So it's pretty cool. Like understanding these different clairs and how you may tap into them. Okay. And there are ways you can develop them. There are ways that you can tune in to see what's stronger than the other. Um, And just thinking, like, how do you, how do you sense, like, what's your dominant sense, right? And um, I'm going to do a little exercise with you. But before I forget, I want to mention there is a book called Opening to Channel by Sanaya Roman. And it's part of a series. That book helped me immensely when I was like reopening all of my psychic senses because I had shut down a lot of stuff with drugs and alcohol. And when I overdosed at 18, like everything came on. And then I started drinking like crazy just to kind of like tune it out because I thought I was not, I just thought I was, I've lost it, you know? And coming out of that, you know, um, I had no tools. I had no way to kind of exercise that muscle or create like a healthy container. And that book definitely helped me. Um, they have a whole series of books, which I found like, in my twenties through another friend who is a medium. And, um, I highly recommend them all in the sense of if you're looking kind of for more practical things that you can really take in on a cognitive level that don't feel like overwhelming and like text to textbooky, if that makes sense. Um, especially if you have limited attention span. But yeah, so why don't we just like take a moment to just gather your thoughts. And if if you are in a place where you can take a quiet moment, um, I invite you to do that now. If not, um, I would say just wait and maybe do this when you have a chance. But if you can find a comfortable seat and make sure your phone... <laughs> the ringer and the alerts are off. I made sure mine was now. And just taking in some breaths and breathing in deeply and slowly. 
just exhale. And I'm just going to describe a situation for you. And I want you to go ahead and close your eyes and focus on your breath. And imagine you're in a field. about first thing in the morning the air is slightly cool but warm enough to be outside barefoot There are rays of sunlight shining down. And as you step through the soft dew-dropped grass, it grazes your feet and your ankles. making your way towards the sun patch. As you move forward, you hear a creak and morning birds greeting the day. letting their bird counterparts know that they made it through the night. As you deeply inhale, you exhale and relax. As you feel the sunlight hit your face, And you can feel in your chest the feeling that those birds have and love for their counterparts. And you may be thinking about what your first beverage of the day is going to be. Will it be coffee? or tea, water, or juice, or something else. Something to perhaps eat for your breakfast, or maybe you're thinking about lunch and what you would like to have to nourish and sustain you. And in this moment, you hear the wind picking up speed. 
as it moves by your ears and rustles the trees nearby. And in this moment, you know that it is perfectly okay for you to tune in and deeply understand your own abilities. I invite you to take another inhale. And on your exhale, let go of any fear or anxiety you have about understanding yourself. And when you're ready, go ahead and open your eyes. Coming back to this moment. So in this, we're going to just review what stood out to you in this visualization. Was it the imagery? Did your sight hone in on the visuals? Like, could you see it in your mind's eye? Or perhaps the sound of the birds or the wind stood out to you. Did you feel the dewy grass or the feeling of love that the birds had for each other? Was there any strong ideas or thoughts that came to mind about what you were planning for the day? Or could you taste or smell the beverages or food that you were thinking about having. Depending on what felt really easy to access could be an indicator of you know, what your dominant clairs are. So try that and see how you feel. And if you feel like you want to develop one more, there are definitely ways to do that. I definitely think, um, like I mentioned that book, I will leave it in the, uh, the notes of the, the show notes. But yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining me today. Have a beautiful week. Happy Aries season. Mm-hmm.